Welcome to Gypsam's Wellbeing at Work podcasts. These are a series of conversations which aim to bring new ideas and perspectives around wellbeing at work. Gypsam's is a Gibraltar registered charity providing free helpline and chat services for those who may be suffering emotional distress and championing a culture of wellbeing for all. I'm Mary Lou, the founder and chairman of Gypsam's, and my fellow trustee, Kirsten, will be chatting to the recipients of our Corporate Wellbeing Awards, who have very kindly agreed to share how implementing wellbeing measures has resulted in benefits for both employees and their organizations. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to the Gypsams podcast. Today I have the pleasure to speak to David Evans from Masbro Insurance Brokers in Gibraltar. And they also have won the well-being award back in 2019 and and the star award in 2020 so welcome david and thank you for taking the time to talk to me today absolute pleasure Kirsten. thank you for um inviting us yeah no it's, it's great to have you on here and i think um because obviously i'm very aware um from the from the last two years running with your application for the well-being award of all the great things that you guys have implemented um you know some are you know really amazing strategies but also some really foundational things um, that you have been doing for a long time and I know you've mentioned to me before there's sometimes you kind of don't realize all the things you do unless you think about them um, because it becomes second nature so I think it'd be really great uh, for the listeners to hear um, a little bit about what are some of the things you have implemented to increase the well-being at work for your people. Okay, well, I mean, as an independent board that aren't shareholders, but put in a position to run the company, we have to run it in a way that it benefits all the stakeholders to the maximum. And our main stakeholders are obviously our shareholders, our clients, but as importantly, our members of staff. And in order to take care of the staff, we need to create a safe and friendly environment in which they feel happy to be working. Now, um, there's various things that we do to try and do that. We operate an open door policy. So all management at any time can be addressed by any member of staff with any queries they have, whether it might be something to do with the business or something to do with their personal lives. And, you know, like any sort of machine, it's got big cogs and little cogs, but if all the cogs are, if any of the cogs are broken, it slows the machine down. So it's very important that we find a working solution that either protects the client and we learn from a mistake and put a process in place that um, makes sure we try and avoid it happening again. Or if it's to do with the member staff's either work or personal life, that we try and work a work, work around. So that, you know, that might mean doing a little bit more work from home. It might mean coming in half an hour later, but leaving half an hour later as well. So, you know, so we, you know, they get to do their day's work, but in a manner that can work around whatever the particular issue is at the time. So it sounds like there's a real sense of, of, of working with your people and, um, you know, giving some sort of flexibility that, that supports people within the remit of what's possible for the business. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the business doesn't run without stuff. It's as simple as that. You know, otherwise they wouldn't be here. Mm. So they're a central part of, of our business and therefore 
it's absolutely critical that we try and make sure that they are in an environment that suits them and suits us. Mm. You know, so it's got to be a, you know, a mutual beneficial relationship. So, so what are some of the things that, that you have um, implemented or that you guys are offering or doing in order to um, create that sort of um, environment where people you know, want to come to work? I mean, I know you've already mentioned you know, that open door policy, people can come and talk to, to you or any of the managers about anything, um, but what else? I know there is more. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of, it's probably as an accumulation of lots of little things. I mean, we, a lot of our staff are quite environmentally aware. So we went from having bottled mineral water to filtered water. So we've mm. got a filter machine in that chills and will not the water. Um, so when, you know, that reduces the amount of rubbish that we're producing. Um, we're I can see a water bottle just standing there in the corner of the, yeah, amazing. Um, we are a paperless environment in the main. So that's hopefully cutting down the amount of paper that we have to use again for the environment. Um, we went from having a kitchen normally full of cakes looking somewhat like a mar to now it looks more like a grocery shop that's full of fruit and veggies, um, which is which they've migrated to perfectly well and I think are grateful for. Uh, it doesn't stop us having the odd cupcake every now and again, obviously. <laughs> Keeping the balance. Yes. Um, We've got, we managed to um, arrange a discounted membership at, the, at some of the gyms here in town. So if anybody wants to go and you know, get a little bit fitter, they get a, a reduced rate. Um, on a more sort of corporate level, all our staff have health insurance paid for by the firm. They all have a death in service contract to protect their families should they die during their tenure with us. Um, what else have we got down here? Um, but I think probably the key thing is communication. Mm. We communicate with every member of our staff multiple times during the daytime. Mm. So at any given moment, they know that we're here to help if they require our help. And how do you, how, how, how you know, I think it's some, sometimes it can be very daunting for, for an organization to want to implement things um, uh, like that and, and, and that sort of that strong communication and really uh, demonstrating that, you know, you're there for them to support beyond what's just business specific. So how, how do you go about doing that? Well, I mean, we're fortunate and we're a relatively small organization. So I literally can, as I come in in the morning, say hello to everybody and ask them how they're doing. Um, if I'm going out to a meeting, I always let everyone know that I'm out of the meeting. There's a problem to call me on my phone, um, and my I know my managers do the same things with their micro teams. You know, it's all about everybody knowing where we all are, and you know, feeling relaxed if there's a problem to come talk to us. Yeah, yeah. And then just finding, like I said, the solution that works. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And it's, it's it's little things. I mean, we have, you know. It, you know, at Easter, all the staff get an Easter egg. I know it's a tiny thing, but it's a you know, little touch. Um, if we have a good month, um, we then do a, either a smoothie or a bacon roll um, run for every member of staff, depending on whether they're, they're fit or fat, depending on whatever works for them. I always have a bacon roll. <laughs> um, we 
Yeah, but I, you know, I think it's it, again, it's all about communication. And one of the things we've done, whilst I'd like to think that our staff can talk to any of our managers, myself included, we have engaged with a wellness officer who's totally independent from the company. Um, it's a resource that the staff can use. I mean, we, you know, she um, talks to our staff minimum twice a year as a routine. Right. Um, and many of our staff see her on multiple occasions during the year, whenever they've got an issue that they'd like to discuss, but it might be of a personal nature that they don't want to discuss it with their line managers or myself. So, you know, that's a great resource. And we've seen, you know, the very, it's difficult to gauge how much it does. The very fact that we know that members of staff are using uh, on a multiple times during the year proves there was a need. Mm -hmm. Now, it could be one year, somebody does just does the two regular catch-ups. The next year, something might happen as a change in circumstances on their personal life, and they then decide they're gonna use her on multiple cases. And we know for a fact, there have been various members of staff that have, it's helped enormously. Mm. And it's not, uh, within the grand scheme of things, it's not a king's ransom to, mm. to subcontract to a wellbeing officer. Mm. But and it, what, does, you know, it saves on days off and, right. you know, and there's, you know, there's just the general wellbeing of members of staff. Mm. Mm. Now, when, during the COVID, we asked her to call around everyone and touch base and make sure that you know, nobody was struggling at home, feeling alone. You now we've got some of our younger members of staff live on their own. Um, it can be quite daunting, something like um, lockdown. Yes, yeah. And I think I, I, I think you also mentioned to me once you you also, especially during COVID, you had you had a WhatsApp group where you know you guys were in constant communication as well. Yeah, I mean, we have a staff Masbro group, which I'm not on, so the staff <laughs> the staff can whinge about me behind my back. But we is that all, all, also a well-being strategy? Yeah. <laughs> here you can, here you can let out. Bent. <laughs> to bent. But yeah, the, one of the first things we did when we were told that we were going to lockdown was set up the um, COVID group chat mm. so that all the staff could just you know be communicating amongst themselves. It didn't have to be work-related. There's all sorts of all sorts of different topics were were posted during that period. But it was great. It just meant everyone was communicating and it. It sort of created a sort of virtual office where everyone had a way to talk in the same way that at a normal circumstances they might meet in the kitchen or or over the fruit or having a cigarette or whatever it is that they're doing and having those little chats that they do but they could do those little chats on the um on the group chat yeah yeah because i i mean i i, I know this is something that i noticed uh, a lot of people struggled with is during during covid especially during the lockdowns when people were working from home is they didn't have the sort of coffee chats when they were making themselves a cup of tea and a lot of people i mean th that that's obviously a really good way of doing it having this this uh, whatsapp um group where that can be maintained that that sense of connection that sense of belonging that sense of communicating with people beyond the work specific um things just interpersonal connection yeah and it worked very well because they're still using it now mm. we've been back in the office for you know whatever it is six to eight weeks yeah and uh, because we're in the insurance business and obviously we're quite big on the motor side of things the moment there's a car crash on your engine Boom. It's suddenly they get all these pictures get posted on the on the coronavirus chat, as we call it. Okay. Everyone's going, do you know who this is? Have you seen that? And so, you know, it's a very good way for them to be able to communicate out of hours. Mm -hmm. And and building that sense of 
connect, you know, belonging, connecting, being part of their team, part of their work. Yeah, we call it the Masbro family. Masbro family, right? I like that. I like that. So, um, what what sparked you to sort of push that? forward you know the you said you implemented um a shift from plastic bottles to uh, filtered water you shifted to fruit you're offering gym membership insurance a wellness officer also the, the culture the foundation that you have in your in your office around communication open door policy always being in contact with your people and also um, providing a, a safe environment for people to communicate with one another as well. What, what sparked you to, to move into that direction? I, I've obviously had various jobs during my life and I've worked with some really great people and I've worked with some less great people. And whilst, you know, we work to live, we don't live to work, mm. you spend an awful lot of time at work and therefore, you know, work should be an environment that you're pleased to be in. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be monetized it can be you know i get an email in from from someone saying so i've just dealt with such and such great service the first thing i'll do is i'll get up and i'll go out and i'll thank them in front of the rest of the team and say, look great job you know fantastic you know thanks very much i've just received this email and it's little things like that that you know go potentially go a long way because people like to be appreciated like they obviously like to get paid but they yeah. do like to be appreciated and if they've done something well then it's you know it should be recognized yeah yeah amazing um so and i like what you said there around it doesn't have to cost huge amounts of money um in terms of you know creating this environment where people feel they want to come to work they enjoy coming to work um so if there's if we have any listeners who perhaps um haven't got any well-being strategies in place yet or would want to develop theirs further um if they were to start on a small budget or no budget, what would be your advice? Um, what would you tell them what to focus on? Communication. Mm. It's all about communication. Mm. You know, if you don't put the message out, you know, people don't know. So it's all about communication. And remember, you know, whilst shareholders tend to beat us with a stick because they want more profits, the easiest way to get more profits is to make sure you've got happy staff that are working hard because they're working hard theoretically you'll make more money mm. so you know it, it's a win-win mm. and if the staff are happy the shareholders are happy the clients are happy you know and it just it's, it's a and it costs nothing to communicate mm. it costs nothing to come in, in the morning and wish everyone a, you know, a good morning ask them to have a nice weekend it's zero cost yeah. Yeah. it takes zero next to no time at all and it costs nothing or what you just said, you know, um, appreciating when someone's done something really well, you've had positive feedback, all of those small things, they really contribute to, to people feeling, as you said, appreciated and happy at work. Going the extra mile when it's necessary, perhaps. Yeah, but it's not even the extra mile, it's the experience, wasn't it? Mm. Literally. It's, it's so easy and so cheap. Yeah. You know, and it, but it does, makes a difference. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, and everything else then potentially has a cost attached to it. Yeah. But those costs can be tiny, like buying someone a bacon roll, or they can be relatively expensive when it comes down to 
private medical insurance. Yeah. But you know, there's scope in between. But communication is the 100% key. Like it is in most relationships, to be fair. Yeah, and I like that you draw that comparison because, you know, we often forget that actually it is when it comes down to work is relationships, relationships with the people we work with, relationships with our shareholders, stakeholders, clients. It's all about relationships. That's that's a foundation. And so you're absolutely right. Communication. Again, I run a relatively small organization, but what we do can be rolled out onto a large organization. It's just done in layers. Um, but I have everybody's uh, birthday logged in my diary. So it doesn't matter whether it's a weekend or it's during the week, they'll get a WhatsApp from me saying, happy birthday, have a lovely day. Nice, nice. And again, that doesn't cost anything. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Yes. But it makes a difference to the individual. Yes, of course, because everybody likes to be wished a happy birthday. Yes. They might not want to be told how old they are, but they <laughs> certainly like to be wished a happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you very much, David, for, for, for coming on um, onto the podcast and, and for giving such a, you know, a broad insight into all the things that you're doing. Because as, as you said, you know, some things are, are more costly, more complex, and some things are very, very simple, but can make such a profound difference. So I hope this is really inspiring and encouraging others to, to just think about um, how are we working together? And some things actually can actually make you a cost saving. We put the water uh, filter machine in because some of the staff are concerned about plastics, which is absolutely fine. But the maths mean that we're spending less by hiring the machine than we were by buying bottled water. So whilst we make them happy because we're now a little bit more environmentally conscious, we're making my accounts department happy because was costing us less money. So <laughs> sometimes, you know, these things actually come with a financial benefit as well, yeah, as yeah. opposed to just a you know, nice, niceness factor. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I know you mentioned earlier that, you know, having that environment where people feel safe, where people are supported, you know, looking after people also reduces sick days, which, which again, I guess there is a cost saving there when there's less sick days. 100%. You know, it's, um, it all adds up to sort of aggregate benefit. Yeah. And if people want to go to work, there's a massive difference to going to work. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much, David. Pleasure, pleasure. to talk to you. I could carry on talking to you, but we should probably stop. Um, and yeah, thanks for, for being on the podcast. And um, we'll look forward what else you guys are going to create um, in next year's Wellbeing Award. Well, actually not next year, this year, we're in 2021. Um, so yeah, thank you very much. Not at all. Thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gypsum's Wellbeing Podcasts, which I hope you have enjoyed. If you're interested in applying for one of our Wellbeing Recognition Awards, or would like our assistance in implementing a wellbeing strategy and building a culture of wellbeing at your place of work, please get in touch with us at wellbeing at Thank you once again for joining us.